0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everyone, wherever you're listening from. Welcome back to Sophie's Stories, the podcast bringing you original handcrafted stories written by me right into your earholes. I'm so glad to have you back and welcome to Friday's episode. As I said in the last episode, in case you missed it, Friday's episodes will always be a short fantasy, horror, wherever the mood takes me really, (laughs) to set you off on your weekend. So, going on with the running theme. (laughs) Welcome to today's story. Today's story is a short story which is named Purple. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy it and I hope you all have a lovely weekend and a fantastic new year. Um, I hope the new year pixies bring you everything that you need in your new year. So thank you so much for listening and yeah, let's get into the story. my toes sunk into a bed of purple moss seeping in further with every step my eyes were aglow with the colour of a sunset sky on the horizon lay an electric purple that slowly graduated to orange then blue as the sun went down the edge of the sun winking at me above the landscape ahead Tall, slim trees surrounded me at every angle, their leaves fluttering down gently and occasionally tapping me on the shoulder, inviting me to stay. My hair flowed behind me and danced in the occasional breeze. The warm wind soared through my nostrils and reminded me of the taste of fresh strawberries on a summer's day. My dress peeled off my body with every movement, like petals from a flower, and I clasped my hands in front of my chest in excitement. As I emerged from the cover of the woods, the glorious masterpiece of the burning sunset was unveiled to me in its entirety. I continued to walk forward slowly, fireflies dancing by my sides and dandelion seeds floating past leisurely all at one with one another we carried on the purple moss below me started to morph into plain yellow grass teeming with vitality of its own it felt soft and comforting as my connection with the ground below became firmer as the light from the sun began to fade and the sky became the most brilliant violet shade i stopped feeling that I owed it to this beautiful performance of colour, to say a small thank you. One final gaze into the encroaching night sky and stars began to twinkle, shooting little bursts of determination with every ray of light. The sounds of water lapping beneath me redirected my thoughts. Time to go, I thought, as I ran a couple of steps forward and jessitined off the edge of the cliff. Leaving my beloved wood behind, my body spiralled through the air like a paper plane as I took a long, deep, bracing breath. My hands, pointed above my head, split through the water and the rest of my body followed in quick succession. My curly hair plastered itself to my back under the pressure of the water and I waved my body through the glossy underworld. Opening my eyes to the deep below, sand and tiny plant offcasts bobbed by and I could see a light casting an ethereal glimmer in the distance. I drove my arms through the water ahead gills filling up with water and releasing tiny air bubbles that journeyed to the surface in packs behind me. I slowed my pace as I became closer to the light. It was becoming brighter and filling up the water surrounding it. I could see a glass box illuminated below it as I reached out to touch its sharp edges. I tapped on the top of the box and a faint beeping began around me. The lid slowly eased open and I looked inside. There it was, a small, twinkling pearl. I picked it out of the box gently and carefully shut the lid. It clicked when the lid met the lower edge. I turned around, unsure how to get out of the water now. I turned back towards the cliff and hoped I was returning to the rocks. When I had turned around, I felt cool, smooth, jittering beings rain over my skin. A school of fish and I had collided on my little journey. They edged around me as I floated for a second. They darted from one corner of my eye to the other and sparkled in the light from the moon above. I let my body rise up to the surface and my face broke through the surface tension. Eyes wide in astonishment as I stared up at the bubblegum pink moon staring back at me across the water. Wow, I whispered into the lapping waves in front of me. Pearl still tightly clutched in my hand. I wished the moon goodbye and wandered off through the water and back to the rocks. To my left there was a small crevice that led to a small hill which meant i could exit the water without walking on the rocks at all i gently swam over to it and began to feel the soft sand on my feet as i stood and walked through the shallows the wind had died down and the evening was completely still by the time i got to the top the wood was completely dark I could barely see the trees at all, something I was not used to. It made me feel a little alone as I walked up to them amongst the yellow grass which looked beige only in the moonlight. I walked for a little until I started to feel the soft pillow-like moss envelop my toes. Every footstep I took lit up the purple floor below like a dance floor as i passed the many slender trees little knots and scars on them lit up too in the palest but brightest blue suddenly the forest was alive leaves danced steadily down from the tall pillars in every color imaginable some unimaginable and long petals from giant lilies flew towards me. They plastered my bare skin one by one until I was almost completely covered in their cream velvet creation. Through the curtain of leaves ahead, I could see the tip of my small hut nestled in amongst the trees. I bounced over the moss and ran up to the door letting myself in liberally as the door swung open. I padded across the creaking floorboards and placed my little pearl gently at the end of a long line of them where they rested on a shelf. I collected my pearl every day from the little box under the waves. It was a gift to me from the fish, wishing me well as I straddled between their world and the world above. After my exertion, I wanted to rest. I pulled open the duvet cover on my bed and slinked in under the sheets, relishing the feeling of resting my body as it sunk into the feather mattress. My eyelids became heavy and I was ready to sleep when I heard a clunk clunk on the door. I quickly shot up out of bed and stood with my body against the back wall heart racing and brain slowly realising that no one had ever knocked on my door. The handle started to turn and I grabbed a pillow as a shield. This was not for any practical purpose but it did make me feel better. Warmer, anyway. I blinked into the growing corridor of light emanating from the open door. A tall man, I think in a brown raincoat smelling only of seawater, entered my home. What are you doing here? I thought, before remembering he couldn't hear me if I was speaking to myself. He coughed. As he looked me up and down, I nodded, assuming that this was not announcing himself for any malicious reason. Ma'am, he said in a low, gruff voice. "'Yes?' I whispered. "'We need your help with something. "'We were told you were the one to come to.' "'Who told you that?' I asked suspiciously. "'Oh, uh, I just heard it through the grapevine, I guess.' "'Those bloody vines were always talking. "'I've never just heard nothing from those vines,' I thought. "'What do you need?' "'Well... We were scratching on the rocks by the edge of the cliff, uh, and my lucky claw has fallen in, you see. As he edged into the doorway, dwarfing the frame, his face came into the dim light of a glowing lily pad in the corner. I saw a proud, long, wet nose attached to a pair of bright-bound eyes and slightly furry face. He looked almost like a bear. As he scratched his nose i knew this was true as i saw one of his decidedly unlucky claws brush over his face you need me to go into the water for you i ventured wondering if there was a surprise ending to this story oh yes please if you'd be so kind i mean i mean you don't have to and i understand if you don't want to but you see i really need my lucky claw it's important I plopped my pillow back onto my bed and ushered him back out of my front door, closing it behind me. He stood many feet above me, and I looked up to smile. He looked down at me under his hat and giggled a little. As I walked across the moss, a few petals pasted themselves to me. But they weren't doing that to him. I looked all over him. Not one had become attached. He caught me looking and said, The fur. They don't like the fur. Question answered, I guess. The light from the trees lit up our faces intermittently as we talked and walked together. His feet cast such a light when they lit up the moss that I did not need to make my own. I was standing in his. When we got to the edge, I immediately jumped off and into the water. As I swam down, I heard a faint beeping again. It can't be. I swam down to my little glass box and there it was, a gold claw shining inside. I pressed the lid to open it, but it did not release as usual. I pressed a few more times and nothing happened. In the darkness of the water ahead, I saw a big, dark shadow growing in size. Who is that now? I waited until they appeared in front of me. A large anglerfish stared into me, mouth wide open, scales glinting in the light from my little box. Through the water, I started to hear a low humming noise, then the words saying, He's yours now, LV. You can make him like you. Choose carefully. I knew I wasn't able to put the lucky claw back in the box after I took it out. I floated the idea of keeping him for a second, knowing that I would never have to be alone in my hut ever again, then quickly disregarded that thought and snatched out the box. The fish swam away slowly, just as he had arrived, and I began to make my way back to the water's edge. I edged out of the water, arm outstretch and handed over my acquaintance's claw when he clasped me by the forearm and pulled me out of the water completely until I was standing right in front of him thank you he said sincerely as we looked at each other through the darkness he picked up my hand with the claw in it and pointed me to an inscription on the side that simply read mother I looked up at him and felt my eyes tearing up, guilty that I had even considered keeping this from him. Let me make you some tea, he said gently. I did wake you up after all. I still held the metallic claw in my hand as we walked through the glittering forest back to the hut. The sunrise began to peep over the horizon behind us and I looked back just to say, thank you. And that is the end of the story. It's a little short story, but it's fun and fantasy-like, so I thought you guys might enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you all have a fantastic day. You can follow me on Instagram at sophies.stories. You can also listen to all my previous episodes on Spotify, iTunes and Deezer. And I hope you all have a fantastic day and a happy new year. So thank you again so much for listening and stay curious. Bye guys.